0: Of a plague ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Bantwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available.
1: Let's hang out, let's hang out, and let's talk about what lesbians have found, let's hang out, and
2: let's listen to two lesbians shout,
1: let's hang out, let's hang out. Out. out.
2: Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Let's Hang Out. I'm Ellie Brigida.
1: And I'm Lee Holmes-Foster, and here's what's happening this week. This week in the Lesdom.
2: This week in the Lesdom is a place where we can touch base each episode about things going on with the podcast or otherwise. And we are so close to the end of our season. This is our second to last episode. We're going to miss you oh, all so, so much. Sad. But do not worry, because next week... Wednesday, the first episode of The Flame is coming out. We will still be there in your ears. We just, we won't be Ellie and Lee. You know, we'll be Jamie and Heather. Jamie
1: We're just, and Heather. I'm so excited for everyone to meet them. I'm going to die.
2: Your other favorite, your fictional favorite best friends who are just exactly. me and Lee who sing.
1: <laughs> and, um, yeah, we know. never sing Ellie. Not, no, not no, like no, us no. at all. We
2: never do. We never do. But we cannot wait. Please, please, please make sure you subscribe. I went onto every single podcasting app I could ever find and made sure we were on there. So if you don't see the flame on your podcasting app, please let us know because it's up every place I could find
1: and don't forget to check out we are going to be having so many listening parties we're doing a weekly listening party if you want to hang out and listen to the episode with us ask us any questions we're gonna do amas on TikTok, on instagram we're gonna be all over the place but we are so excited for everyone to hear this musical we've been working so hard on it so please check it out we can't wait we, we just know you're all gonna love it we just know
2: we know we know <laughs> ah, so exciting And, of course, June is June for us, and we have Porch Pride coming up in collaboration with Remo Pride on June 5th. We have already announced a bunch of our meet and greets, including Natasha Negovanlis, Vico Ortiz, Maddie Phillips. We just announced Kia Brown. I love her so much. I'm really happy that she's coming. It is 100% accessible. We have ASL interpreters. We have a disability panel. We want this to be a place where everyone feels welcome. So please, 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 we would love for you to join us. Porch Pride, June 5th. There is a suggested ticket price, but we also do have an option for free tickets if you cannot afford it. We do not want that to be an issue for you. So please, if you want to spend some time virtually with some of your favorite celebrities, with us, and with other people from the community, we would love to see you there.
1: We can't wait. And we are going to be keeping the good times rolling in June because we just don't have anything else going on. You know, it's just it's prime yeah. month. We got to keep it going. So we are also going to be having a Pride Trivia in collaboration with Aeronaut Brewing. That's going to be on June 24th. So don't miss out. There's so many opportunities to to see us and hang out with us.
2: And we would just like to thank our sponsors for the event, which is Barefoot Wine and Tito's Vodka. So if you're going to hang out on your porch, grab some wine. Grab some vodka. The day is long. We are so excited <laughs> to be collaborating uh, with the, the two of the night is them. long. We're going all
1: night. So.
2: <laughs> yeah, the day is long. The night is long. Also, Barefoot and Tito's both, we wanted to partner with them because they both have been really, really big advocates for the LGBTQ community, the people that we're working with there. Some of them are even listeners of the show. So we just want to say a huge thank you to both of those brands for supporting us and also supporting LGBTQ people all year round, not just during Pride Month. And in the greater Les universe, there is a new show out on Peacock called Girls 5 Eva. It is all about a, uh, a girl band and their past, their glory days. I have not yet seen it. It looks hilarious. I want to start watching it, but we have read great things about it. There also is a lesbian character in it, and I'm sure there's lots more should have been gay. Paula (laughs) Pell plays a lesbian in it, and I just love that she plays a lesbian in everything she does because
1: we're here for it.
2: Lesbian actors and Um, lesbian roles. Give it to us.
1: Yes. Also in the greater Liz universe, we want to give a shout out to Demi Lovato, who came out as non-binary this week. So very exciting. We are always a huge fan of anybody and everybody finding and living their authentic lives. So that was their news. We're super excited for them. And, uh, you know, things just keep getting better. The world's just getting better everywhere. Every time we look, you know,
2: I love it. We also want to let you all know about a new virtual LGBTQ bar called As You Are Bar. They're starting virtually with events. We know we love people who are creating space for our community, and they want to eventually migrate into a physical space in the D.C. area where they have a cafe, and it's a bit more of a flexible LGBTQ space. And I feel like that's what we need as queer women is just a more, a more nuanced space to hang out with because we're not, you know... A lot of us just like to hang out and grab a coffee and maybe don't want to dance on a table. And some of us <laughs> do. And that's great. But I think they're going to have a great space. Yeah. So I'm excited for Amazing. As You Are Bar.
1: That's what's happening this week. Back to you, Ellie and Lee.
2: Thanks, Ellie and Lee. And welcome to our 66th installment of Should've Been Gay. Oh,
1: oh, oh, it was fun. It was great. But should And in this week's episode, Fine! 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 fine. <laughs> I just,
2: I mean, you have to do it. There's no way around <laughs> it.
1: And this... <laughs> <laughs> There's very little options. <laughs>
2: it's never stopping. That's the entire episode. And this episode, we are joined by a very special guest. We have Kai Choice, who hosts and produces a hilarious true crime podcast about murderesses called Women Who Kill. And you should follow him on Twitter, Instagram, and OnlyFans. Hey, Kai, how are you doing?
3: Hey, I'm good. How are you too?
2: i <laughs> I'm... Uh, very excited for this episode i also want to know what's on your OnlyFans.
3: what's nothing yet <laughs> I'm, I'm not, just, i'll
1: only know if i pay yeah, for it is this, I, is yeah, this a right. marketing Stop technique i'm trying to get the secrets I'm, I'm not out,
3: out <laughs> here putting out content for myself uh i when i get like i don't know when i get 200 subscribers then i'll, d- I'll decide what to post or That's maybe i don't exciting. know maybe i'll decide what not to post you know like yeah i feel like Join if you don't, you know, if you don't want to see my butt, then like (laughs) you could pay extra. So you you don't ever post anything. Yeah. 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 I feel like that's a good plan. (laughs) If you do not want to see me naked, then join at the higher tier and I will make sure that I never post anything that offends you. If you do want to see me naked, then, uh, or maybe it'll just be cat videos. I don't know. There'll just be videos Keep of me. Them
2: guessing. I, I know. Like this. you heard it here first. After
1: this episode, you're gonna
3: yelling at my cat subscribers. <laughs> you know, making her dance. This. Yeah, I love it. Oh,
1: the ultimate actual catfishing. Is that what that would be?
3: Oh yeah, I could have. Um, y- you know what I did? Uh, this is. Y- y- you can tell me to shut up if you want. But uh, I got this. <laughs> Never. I-, I saw a TikTok where they had a uh, the- these two cats, and they bought the cats a little kitty pool. And they put these fish in it, these little water-activated fish that they swim when you put them in the water. And the cats were... in Like real
1: it, fish or like electronic f- fish? Fake
3: fish. Fake okay. fish. But real fish are also like, water-activated.
1: Yeah, they're a little water-activated. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah.
3: But uh, these these little fake plastic fish and the, the cats were, were so into it and it was so cute. And so my roommate was like, we, we got to do this. We got to try this. And so she ordered the kitty pool... And she ordered the fish. They got here like very quickly because we use that, you know, that company that shall not be named. But uh, <laughs> it got here and I, I I inflated the pool. Don't even have an uh, one of those electric air pump things. I did it by hand. It was very labor intensive. Got the pool filled, brought the water hose from outside into the house to fill it because I wasn't going to try to do it with buckets, right? Got it filled up, put the fish in, carried my cat to it she immediately flipped out claws into the pool deflated it was oh, three nice. seconds in it was done it was wow. done Got, had to was throw it the pool worth it away. though
2: did that feel was that worth it for you for that like moment of sheer terror from your cat <laughs> that
3: moment <of> anticipation followed <laughs> directly adrenaline. by terror I no it was I was very disappointed and I didn't even get that moment on camera <laughs>
1: It's like I, I couldn't even get it for the gram. Um, I will say what that basically is, is every event or experience or anything that you try to plan for toddlers. You're like, let me do all of the work and I'll get all the supplies and I bought the things and uh, and I set it all up uh-huh. and I got it all ready. And then, you know, they take like two seconds to just chuck it across the room, scream at you and like run away. Uh-huh. It's great. Uh-huh. It's great. It's very rewarding. So I, yeah, that sounds like a good time.
2: We also got to get you like a hard plastic
1: kiddie pool. You know? Yeah, right? Those that's are like, a little
3: harder to to, to, in to your, use inside the house. Yeah. In your
1: apartment. Yeah.
3: <laughs> uh-huh.
1: <laughs> Although I will say, like, you know, at this point, this far into the pandemic, I'm like, the fish sound cool. Just, like, ship me the fish and I'll play with them. You can take photos if you want. Yeah. That's, that's I should have just fun. put them
3: in the tub. Why didn't I just put them in the tub?
1: That would have also Live worked. Learned, you know? You still have the fish.
3: But it's not as cute, I guess, for, for a TikTok, <laughs> you know?
2: If it's not cute, you can't do it.
3: Yeah, cat in the tub's but, been done. Carry on.
2: But we are here to chat about Boy Meets World, which oh, man. We, I am so excited about. So are you ready for the IMDb synopsis? Lee, will you give us our IMDB synopsis of Boy Meets World? No
1: one is no one is ever ready for the IMDb synopsis, honestly. The IMDB synopsis of Boy Meets World, for anyone who's not familiar with the show. An adolescent with two siblings tests his various theories about life as he endures the trials of growing up alongside a good friend.
3: Wait, he had two siblings?
1: I literally yes. was like, "Wait,
2: no, but it's his, it's his sister." But I yeah, feel, he had a sister. I feel like you always forget Morgan.
3: There's a Morgan. I saw. I, I I had been watching it, and I saw a girl. You know, the little Disney Plus preview. screen. And you had
1: no clue. Yeah, you're and like, I was Who just is like. That?
3: I don't know who that girl is, and uh, I don't care.
1: And I think she changed actresses at some point. Too
3: oh, in they a pulled a they pulled a Family so. Matters.
1: Yeah, there's
2: not there's not that much that people that you remember about her, but she does exist.
3: She does
1: I don't exist. Think she does. Two siblings. <laughs> I I feel like this is figment of our, synopsis, our imagination. It's a little clinical to me. You know? Oh, for it sure. It feels a little sterile. It like. does
2: feel sterile, but also in a weird way. I do feel like whoever wrote the Signed B synopsis is gay. <laughs> Why would you write a good friend?
1: Because they're just good friends, Ellie. I don't understand what you're getting at. But like, at.
2: doesn't it feel like they wrote it in in like quotation marks? <laughs> like it feels like they're like they're nodding
1: at us Wait. as he endures the trials of growing up so close to and yet painfully far away from a good friend as they spend their whole lives together never quite moving past oh you're talking about friends, Sean? but also they lived yeah. together forever and died together and were buried together but they were just good friends it's like every historical record of, of anyone
2: yeah. yeah
3: i feel like every man in the show was a lesbian
1: oh every <laughs> single
3: one even the dad
1: Every single one. Oh my god the dad
3: Absolutely, <laughs> Alan. Yeah.
1: Um. Oh, Alan. hold on, hold on, because we're gonna, was always we're gonna get there. He was always. Let's in a do our let's do our gay synopses first, and then we'll all dive. Right, all right, all we'll right. do a deep dive into every character who is the gayest thing on this show. Okay, Ellie. What about you? Do you have a I'm ready. Have a gay mine synopsis is, ready. Mine
2: is quite short, but just okay. how I feel.
1: Mine's short too, so that's okay. We're not gonna give you much time. <laughs>
2: uh. Um, Corey and Sean are the most important couple on Boy Meets World, and you will never tell me otherwise. That is my synopsis.
3: That's true. It. True story. Okay. Well, I, I think that Corey and Topanga are in the are in television's most long enduring lesbian relationship. <laughs> true. Still
1: accurate. Also There's, accurate. Still. Um, and I'm gonna hold that close in my heart because I went a slightly different direction with my gay synopsis for Boy Meets World. My gay synopsis is: Is Topanga my root? Probably.
2: I knew you were going to talk about Topanga because I know you have such a thing for Topanga.
1: <laughs> I so do. <laughs> it's okay.
3: I have a thing for it's everybody okay. except for Corey.
1: I yeah. mean, that's fair too. That's fair too. Um, Wait, look at Eric's hair. So, yeah, hair. that's my gay synopsis. My gay synopsis hair. is: Did Boy Meets World Make Me Gay? Who's, who can say for sure? You know?
3: Eric's first season hair. Are you
2: kidding me? So gay. Yes. Eric is so beautifully coiffed all the time.
3: He wears turtlenecks. With blazers, come on.
2: Him and <laughs> Jack, like the two of them together, are the most beautiful men in the show. Actually, Sean too. They all are like such pretty men.
3: Check this out. You know who Sean looks like? Uh, well, I don't know how old you guys are, so I don't know if you'll, if if you'll even, if you'll get this. If you'll, we'll see. Melissa Ferrick, early Melissa Ferrick, Sean Hunter. Yeah, same person. I
1: could see that. I'm
2: like, how old is that reference? Because I don't know who that is.
3: Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but you got to look up like two thousands era.
1: Ellie's Ellie's gonna Google
2: right now. I am. I need to know. And I'm so sorry. It's okay. We're gonna we're gonna give you some time.
3: Okay. I'm gonna here. You gotta. This is this oh, is the oh yeah. This is this is the one.
2: I can see it though. <laughs> that is straight up Sean vibes. Right. I found one of her in a turtleneck. That's funny so that works it checks out
3: yeah not recently but early
1: with the longer hair yeah so kai tell us a little bit about your experience with the show what was your experience with boy meets world that just you know compelled you to to come on and do a should have been gay about it
3: (laughs) you guys saw my tweet (laughs) yes i was uh, yes we did (laughs) i don't know who wasn't obsessed with Topanga as a teen.
1: None of us, literally none of us.
3: Yeah, I
2: know Lee's. Lee's like you. If you turned Lee's camera, there's like a whole wall of Topenga photos, like from those How from those old teen funny magazines. That you know. You know
1: what's funny too is I, <laughs> as someone who did actually have like a ton of like clipped out like cut, I had the whole like collage on the back of my doors, like the room, the my my bedroom door and my closet door. I had like. You know, you'd get the magazine and you'd cut out the pictures of the, the actors that you were into and stuff. I don't actually know that I had Topanga up there.
3: Who did you have up there?
1: I wish I still had it because it was at my parents' house, like, where I grew up, and I always thought it was funny because it was the ages where I was, like, coming out, and so you could see the transition from, like, Josh Hartnett and stuff into, like, maybe some Natalie Portman and, like, Karen Knightley start showing up over time, and it's, like, a distinct shift from, like, guys to all girls somehow by the end. (laughs) Josh Hartnett
3: is also, like, like lesbian vibes, though.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. He never looked like he shaved his face,
3: like... He's always like scowly and pretty, you know,
1: Josh Hartnett has that similar energy that like Leonardo DiCaprio had in those years, you know, where you're just like you're a stand in. You're just a you're just a pretty boy stand in. And that's okay. Yeah,
2: it's the same vibe that Sean, Eric and Jack have. It's true.
3: (laughs) It is. So here's the thing. None (laughs) of the men on the show looked like they needed makeup to cover their facial hair. You know, no, (laughs) it was like no one. They they shaved them in the morning. In makeup, and then they're like, we're going to shoot all day, and we're not going to have to touch this up, because you all have yeah. smooth baby faces. They were.
2: They were smooth.
1: Look, it was the, the late 90s, early 2000s had a vibe, you know, and the vibe was, <laughs> we're going to make you all lesbians. And I really, I just uh, applaud uh-huh. that era for that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, Ellie, what about you? What was your what was your experience with? Because this is a little you were a little young for this. Huh? I don't know. OK, I don't know why everyone's trying to
2: like throw me under the bus for this, but I just didn't know Melissa Ferrick was it premiered
1: but, in 93.
3: Are you like, like 25? What's
2: I'm 29. OK, <laughs> I'm not like I'm like, yes, I'm young, but I'm not that young. You're like
3: I'm 25 and a half. <laughs>
2: yeah, I mean,
1: I, you were you were alive when the show came out.
2: But I've seen a lot of Boy Meets World. I maybe I just watched a lot of reruns, but I have seen a lot a lot of episodes. Yeah. Like it was always on TV. I think I saw TV. it mostly
1: through reruns too, honestly. It was on all the time. Yeah. Uh-huh.
2: So I've I've watched it when I was younger for sure. Like I but yeah, I don't I don't think I saw it when it premiered. But like I didn't go to the premiere party, you know, like <laughs>
1: But <laughs> you li- you're live you tweeting it, Ugh. you know. <laughs> yeah, ninety-three. You're up live tweeting past your bedtime. Yeah,
2: I wasn't like I don't know. I didn't go to like conventions to meet the cast. I don't know. Like, did did that happen? I don't know.
1: But I'm I'm curious though. What would you say? Because same thing. I actually even even given that I was like probably the ages I could have watched it when it was airing. I don't feel like I ever watched like there's a new episode of Boy Meets World tonight. Like, I think I, every episode I've ever seen of this show, I watched at, in syndication, like, watched a rerun of it. it. You know, they'd play it all day long on the weekends or something. Was it on ABC
2: so,
3: Family? I did both. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I'm curious, what would you say was the last time you watched an episode, both of you, of the show? When's the last time you saw an episode of it? Like, a, like sat down, watched a whole
2: Before episode. researching for this episode, is what yeah, you're asking. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: Probably at an age appropriate time in my life. <laughs> what what do you consider age uh, appropriate? What, when I was in, uh, What year was uh, like college,
1: maybe. Okay, okay yeah, that's yeah, fair. Yeah. That's fair.
3: Did you did you watch the college episodes?
1: Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. yeah, you, yeah. you know
3: the hot the hot roommate. Which the, one, Rachel? The, yeah. Did you know she became a porn star? No. No. Yeah. <laughs> We're both like, oh, interesting. <laughs> which which is crazy because. I had a big crush on her, too, right, during that time, mm-hmm. and uh, was like, would love to see her naked, because there was no internet, right? You can just, like, look up. Uh, Does this person have naked photos online? And, you know, I, come on, it was a long time ago. Like, now yeah, I wouldn't yeah. do that, because you're you're not supposed to. It's, uh, it's inappropriate to look up naked photos of, of people <laughs> without their consent. But now, I found that out, and I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, I could have been consuming naked media of Rachel that she put out there herself, and I missed out on that, so wow, very disappointed.
2: I'm sure it's still out there. You, you, could, you know, it's
3: not the same. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's not. Yeah, yeah, adult me, adult me, it's like it's it's like uh, adolescent to like college age me really needed that
1: and it wasn't yeah. there for me. But it, it would be tinged been. now, you know, mm-hmm. it's a whole different, whole different thing. Yeah.
2: But I agree. Um, in terms of who should have been gay, I feel like I put Rachel pretty high up on the on the list as well, because I don't know if it was also wishful thinking, but I do feel like she gave off gay vibes. She was so the haircut. The haircut and she, yeah. yeah. She was so like, um <laughs> one of the
1: boys. Like, uh-huh. Yeah. The tank know? tops.
3: She wore a lot of tank yeah. tops.
1: The style, I feel like when I picture, is it just me that like when I picture Rachel, I feel like I always picture her in like the era appropriate, like the Dickies kind of style pants, you know, with like yeah. a plaid pattern or something that just like in hindsight also feels very queer to me.
2: <laughs> I feel like I remember her mostly from from like around
1: the belly button area. <laughs> i know that's like you know quite a gay thing to say but was like that's weird i only remember midriff and and short hair i don't know that's all
3: i remember combat boots a lot what of combat else is she wearing i don't
1: know oh uh, yeah
2: yes it's been a while for me as well um late high school early college i haven't really watched a lot since then I also have still not seen the new cuz you know there's like a Girl Meets world. Girl Meets World. Yeah. Have you seen it, Kai? No. I haven't seen it either, but people have also been telling us that it's gay. Really? Yeah, like that the that Cory and Topanga's daughter has a lot of gay vibes.
3: Huh. Okay, so that would make sense since uh, she uh, was raised by two lesbians. Exactly.
2: Exactly. But we'll have to do a dedicated episode to that another time because I don't want to get it wrong. I know a lot of people feel very strongly about the gayness in that show. (laughs) Okay.
1: Well, and because how do we even, how do we structure this? Because, you know, typically, so we're going to move into the section of who should have been gay in this show. There's, there's such a long list
3: of people. I'm telling you, everybody.
1: Everybody. So how do we want to start? Should we start with like, you know, start at the top with Corey and move our way from there because I feel like that's sort of you know like we could have a little hub at Corey I would say Corey's then, like, the bottom spiral outwards from <laughs> you <laughs> say Corey there. is a bottom Corey's not or the top
3: Corey's the bottom <laughs> I would say the top is Sean it's it's Sean Topanga Eric Corey <laughs> our,
1: that's okay, the hierarchy let's, so let's so let's start, start let's Sean. start with Sean then let's do it let's dive in so why would you say Sean is the top
3: because he's Sean he's uh. He's the glue that holds everyone together.
1: And he is quite the gay
2: glue. When I was um, doing my research for this, it was pretty difficult to watch lots of episodes of Boy Meets World because there's so many episodes. There's
1: so many, I know.
2: But I did find a few articles. There were some articles about Corey and Sean's bromance, which annoyed me because I'm like, it's not bromance. But other people also had articles where said they where they said they were the best couple. But there were some... Great episodes that I wanted to highlight. So there's this episode where Sean gets a girlfriend. Her name is Jennifer. and Jennifer does not want Sean to spend time with Corey. And what is gayer than like why would your why would your girlfriend be jealous of your best guy friend unless she thought something other than just friendship was happening between the two of you? Yeah right? And does Sean say, oh, bye, Corey? No. He starts seeing Corey in secret, and they go on secret dates to Cinnabon. <laughs> gay.
3: So Cinnabon gay. is gay? Or, or the the secret? Well, the Well, I
2: love Cinnabon, but it's just, the, it's like the <laughs> tryst, the tryst of oh, it. yeah. Right? Uh-huh. Like... The fact that they're going behind Sean's girlfriend's back to spend time with each other.
1: Let's just talk about Sean and Corey. I mean, even besides that, the specifics of that episode, like, just their relationship in a nutshell. Like, let's jump back to our IMDb synopsis, which... I think the funniest thing that we didn't even talk about yet is there is zero mention of Topanga in that synopsis. <laughs> this is not like Corey grows up with his long time, like on again, off again girlfriend, like you know childhood sweethearts. Who he? No, it's the trials of growing up alongside a good friend. She's not even There's-
3: listed under under stars. You have to click yeah. on see full <laughs> casting <and> crew. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Topenga's the afterthought yeah. in the IMDb Boy Meets World page because the show, let's be real, everybody knows the show's about Corey and Sean and their relationship. And then, like, Topanga's kind of there also, you know. But it is, I think, constantly being highlighted how important friendship, my air quotes here, friendship is to the two of them. True. It is a constant source of conflict between Corey and Topanga, how important that relationship is they are constantly playing it up for laughs how close they are how it will he choose topanga or sean to hang out with who is he gonna tell his secrets to who is he gonna plan around i mean it's constant it's like a through line of the entirety of the show endlessly over and over again so of course they have a secret tryst episode i mean the whole show is a secret tryst episode
2: (laughs) It really is. I mean, they even spend Valentine's Day together.
3: <laughs> I don't remember that one.
2: I only know it because I, you know, I did extensive Googling
3: uh-huh. of the
2: gayest. I Like, literally, if you look up, like, gayest Sean and Corey moments, <laughs> things will come up.
3: Well, several times oh, yeah. they were in a position where it was the two of them, uh, like a, a makeout party, right? Mm. Like several episodes where it was just Corey and Sean and two girls and a couch. I'm like, is that a normal thing to just like make out next to your, have a double makeout session with your best friend? I've never done that.
2: They're like holding hands behind. (laughs)
1: Like,
2: Like, it's okay. It's always you. Don't worry.
1: Why? Does that feel familiar to you, Ellie, for for any reason? Oh, yeah. I mean,
2: I've definitely done that, but it's fine. (laughs) It's not gay. Oh, It was gay, but. (laughs) oh my god but yeah they're like they're the cutest couple in well to be fair when i started off i was like cory and sean are the cutest couple but i actually think that jack and eric are like couple goals
3: why because they're they're so handsome and well-dressed and clean they're
2: so beautiful and also i just feel (laughs) like they act like i think that jack and eric like let themselves be gay for each other more Look, like I feel like we're they're gonna, not trying to hide it. Sorry, I'm. We're gonna I was talk jumping about the gun, my but...
1: my double himbo couple dreams, okay? Don't worry. They're both sorry in a <laughs> triangle too, huh? But I'm not. I'm not even close to done with Sean yet. Are you kidding me? I'm sorry. Continue with <laughs> Sean, but I just. I have so. I have so much more to say about this because look, I think while we talk about how the the boys of this era of TV media are so heavily lesbian coded. Listen, Corey and Sean are not just like their best friends, and they care about each other. Like they are thoughtful with each other. They are nurturing with each other. They are empathetic with each other. They hug a lot. Um, they do. they hug a lot. Like every they have, episode, like, deep heart to heart conversations all the time. Right? Like it is. There is never a joke about like how much they care. You know, like that's never played up so much for laughs that that they are like, it means a lot to them and they might use it as a joke of like oh, haha, isn't it funny? They almost care as much as if they were in love with each other like that part of it is the jokey part but not like the fact that they do care. But my other thing that I want to talk about in terms of like how Sean is coded as a character is, can we talk about the Veronica episode?
2: What happens in the Veronica episode? Tell us. So
1: in the Veronica episode, Sean dresses up as a girl and like go, kind of goes undercover <sighs> as a girl I don't
3: remember that was he a, was he a pretty girl
1: He was yeah. gorgeous He was he's a Sean. beautiful girl Um he's Sean he's yeah I mean just you know <laughs> While come on. you're he's... while you're
2: chatting about this I'm going to pull up this picture so Kai can see Sean Oh yeah please Shauna find a picture of, a of Veronica yeah.
1: But it's also so he goes undercover to help Corey with like an assignment for the newspaper or something and Shows up at school in, like, a little, like, dress. He's got, like, a cute little dress on. He's got a wig on. He's a, he's a little shy oh, about okay. it. And okay. I see. Okay? And Corey's trying to pick out his name. Like, what's the name you're going to go by as a girl while you're dressed as a girl? They're, like, kind of playing it up as this joke. And then, and then Topanga goes... She goes, wait, have you thought about this? And he kind of, like, shyly gives this, like... Yeah, maybe, and she's like, well, what name have you thought about, Sean? And the name that Sean had clearly thought about was Veronica, you know? And so then Sean spends this whole episode kind of, like, undercover as a girl named Veronica, but they kind of, you know, they gloss over the fact that, like, Sean has has thought before <laughs> about what name he would want to use as a woman. Uh-huh. And how great he looks as a woman and, like, seems very confident and comfortable, you know, doing this whole bit that, that he does the whole episode. So listen, listen. <laughs> I'm Wait, just did they saying, call the episode
3: What a Drag? That was the name of the episode?
1: The episode is called Chick Like Me. Oh, okay. <laughs> Chick <Still>. Like Me. <laughs> Still.
2: I mean, he is. He's he's very beautiful.
3: That's funny. Yeah. Right? Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah like he's got a nice face. He's, he's got like a Stevie
3: his... Nicks dress on, what's Yeah,
2: right? Like he's, he's rocking. Like, Witchy it. velvet
3: vibes <laughs> going on.
2: There's this picture too that uh <laughs> we did an episode recently about Waterboy should have been gay. Very you know, deep cut. Um, <laughs> but there's a picture that I found with, that's showing Sean next to Vicky from Waterboy. Nice.
1: Oh, my God. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Oh, my
2: God. like Yeah, but I I agree. Sean is very comfortable with himself and with his sexuality and with his gender expression. And I appreciate that about him. He
1: literally... So he goes on an undercover date with a dude in that episode. And then when he, you know, kind of gets sick of how, like, misogynistic the dude is being... Calls him out on it, and the dude calls him a lesbian, and he's like, "Yeah, I do prefer girls, actually," and like, wa- <laughs> and like walks away. So listen, I'm just saying, it's canonically in the show that Sean's a lesbian. That's
3: all. <laughs> I didn't watch the episode, but it was up next.
1: So you're now, gonna, I, you're I gonna go find it. it. See, is, is you Corey go find
3: and it. drag and this episode too? Because I'm looking yes. at Corey, Corey looking like Corey a starts in drag
1: but apparently. Is less convincing as a as a woman, so they make Sean do it because okay. he's a beautiful beautiful girl. Okay, yeah, yeah, co- yeah.
2: Corey in drag is something else. But Corey
3: looks like he would be in the one of the cast members of Hairspray, <laughs>
2: <laughs> but like one of the moms who's like protesting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but what I do love about it is that he is supportive of his boyfriend, and he's like, if you're gonna mm-hmm. do it, I'll do it. We can do it together, honey. Like this is our, you know. I want to, I want to be with you, doing whatever you want to do. Uh-huh. They're so cute.
1: So look, if Sean is the is one of the lesbians that Corey's in a relationship with, can can we talk about the other? one? Yeah,
2: let's. So, <laughs> Kai, why do you think that Topanga and Corey have such a lesbian relationship?
3: Okay, first of all, he literally took like f- thirteen years to tell her that he was into her. Yes, yep. correct. <laughs> Do they ever have sex? Maybe like at, at, at co- during college? Maybe they
2: have to. But it is cracking me up that like you're not wrong that it's like such a thing that they're like always talking about it and like never doing it.
3: Yeah, <laughs> they 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 were dating for what, like four or five months when they were already like celebrating like anniversaries and uh, like not seeing any of their friends. Every time they broke up, like Corey would like refuse to talk to other women. They had a a, how many long distance relationships and they never break up. Too many. They never break up. They never really break up.
2: I mean, they 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 are the ultimate U-Haul. He confessed
3: cheating on her like five minutes after it happened. Yep. What heterosexual man ever says, I can't lie to you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. (sighs) To his girlfriend's face. Come on. (laughs) Yeah.
2: You make some really valid points. They're so... They're quite... She got a bus
3: in the rain from a different state (laughs) to be with him.
1: So full-on lesbians, we're saying.
3: Just completely, 100%.
1: Yeah. Don't they get married by... Aren't they married by the end of the show? I think so. So do they, like, gloss over the fact that they probably had sex? Just once. Just (laughs) just the once. Just just the wedding night and that's it, yeah. (laughs) Like all good, you know, nineteen ninety eight heterosexual couples.
2: <laughs> well, also the fact that like they literally like never. You're right. Like they never date anyone else.
3: Have you seen the artwork on the walls in Topanga's bedroom? No, tell. Please us.
1: tell me it's all like Georgia O'Keeffe paintings.
3: There's a Georgia O'Keeffe po- poster, and then there's a Puccini poster.
1: stuff Which it. I <laughs> think is
3: just a pun. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, all the artwork on her walls is. Like I don't know what the writers were thinking. Maybe that's what the writers were thinking. But uh, <laughs> they're like, we're, let's we're gonna make her artsy, and I'm like, that's not what you're doing.
2: Yeah, you're making her super lesbian.
3: Yeah, she's what is she a vegetarian when like no one else was. No one was yeah. a vegetarian in the '90s. She's very very queer coded. <laughs> Quite queer coded. She's very. I'll save the animals. You know. Yep. She probably drove a Subaru when she started driving.
2: For sure. You never I'm see a sure car. We saw that. She drove a Subaru to college. Probably. And Corey was in the (laughs) backseat.
1: You can try to convince me that if they had done, like, if the show existed... Because here's the problem. Anytime you have a show like this where it's like when they started, they were like middle schoolers, right? Mm -hmm. So you're not going to get away with making your audiences sit through the same characters having super sexually charged episodes and stuff. I mean, I get it. They aged over the course of the show and the the later seasons were a little different, but it still was always very tame right but still sean was getting
3: laid like constantly
1: yeah but but it wasn't sexualized very you know like the show itself wasn't super sexualized so i'm just i'm just saying if they had done an episode where they actually did the whole honeymoon thing you tell me that sean was not gonna be there (laughs) the episode was not about how sean tagged along on their honeymoon to like third wheel the whole time (laughs) incorrect
2: did that one hundred
1: percent was there?
2: Wait, <laughs> is that not a real episode? That sounds like an episode.
1: It doesn't. It sound like it would be an episode. And I, I honestly can't even remember. I have they this get, vision. Got very I have right? this vision
2: of like Cory and Topanga and like a heart, like the heart behind them. You know, the honeymoon bed people have, like the like love bed from The Sims. You know what I mean? <laughs> and then they like come up from the covers, and then Sean pops up, and he's like, "Hey, guys." And you're just like, what's happening?
1: And like, they're on a beach, and Sean's hiding behind like a giant drink or something with like the big umbrella in his drink, just watching them from like two, you know, like two uh, lounge chairs down.
2: There's so much. I mean, do we feel a couple's
1: massage, and Sean ends up being the one who's giving it to them? Please, I can write this episode (laughs) in my sleep. (laughs) This is too easy. (laughs) Oh my god!
0: tell me I'm wrong. Tell me that's not not the episode. (laughs) You're not. And how he rose
2: from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream.
0: So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your
2: podcasts. Wrong. You're not wrong. All right. So we have we have Corey, we have Sean, we have Topanga. Do we feel like there ever could be a throuple thing with them or like there's too much jealousy between?
3: I feel like Topanga and Sean are like the same person.
1: Mm. they're just
3: like two halves of the same coin so I think if they were to actually thruple Topanga and Sean would spontaneously combust
1: (laughs) see I feel like I would see Sean being willing to thruple it out and I imagine Topanga would have been a little too possessive for that because that's how it was always played on the show right yeah she was always
3: like presented as
1: kind of uptight she was always the jealous one Sean less so you know True. That's, that's well, how I would imagine. If someone was going to remake it, though, Thrupple, 100%, do it.
2: But that's also because I, Sean knew that Corey was in love with him and would never leave him. And Topengo was probably really uncomfortable because she was like, Corey could leave me at any time for Sean.
1: Like, who knows? <laughs> <laughs> who was the real third wheel, we ask? You tell us, listeners. You tell us. <laughs> exactly. Let's move on. We can always, you know, double back if we need to.
2: <sighs> we just need to talk about Jack and Eric. They're just
1: My beautiful himbo lovers. When I was please. going on
2: when I was going on my deep dive on YouTube and I just like was like, boy meets worlds, gay. Jack and Eric's compilations were the first ones to come up. <laughs> and they had some things. The, Listen. The first time that Jack sees Eric's picture, so Jack is like looking for a roommate. And they're like, Oh, we have a guy for you. Shows him a picture of Eric and he says, nice looking guy, easy on the eyes. That's what he's looking for in a roommate—someone hot, huh?
1: Listen, Ellie, we all know I love a himbo. True, but I have two himbos, and they spend the whole their whole time on the show together, basically in love. I—I I mean, I couldn't be happier. I couldn't be more ecstatic about a beautiful himbo pairing. I think I watched the same compilation you did, and they're so gay together. They're so gay for each other all the time.
3: Yeah, I'm looking at gifts.
1: It's endless. It's endless. I feel like we could talk about um Eric a little bit just on his own as well, because I feel like a great lead into the Eric and Jack relationship is that I found something where they were talking about the episode where uh where Corey asks Eric about losing his virginity. Did have you have what? you seen this?
3: Yeah. No, no. Eric So, has some great so he sweaters. asks <laughs>
1: I know. I mean, look, it was a a fashion, uh, you know, period in time. Also, you
2: tell me two, like, gay men aren't going to do an Eric and Jack cosplay at some point. Oh,
1: please. I mean,
2: you just show up at a gay bar and you see the two of them in the corner. Like, they don't need to be wearing a costume.
1: (laughs) So, So there's an episode where Corey asks Eric about his first time, right? So he asks him to tell him the story of his first time. And the first thing Eric says is, remember Mitchell Davis? Right? What? And, yeah, that's that's his answer to that question. And then, like, Corey tries to play it off where he's like, why don't you uh, tell me about your second time, maybe? And they, like, segue it into this story where uh, Eric talks about Mitchell... Davis, and how that, like, he talked him into taking his training wheels off of his bike before he knew how to ride his bike, and it's like, you know, oh, like, don't do anything before you're, like, you think you're ready to, even if other people tell you that you're ready to, or whatever. But he also never really answers the question of what his first time was, and who it was with, and he just sort of, like, cryptically smiles, like, haha wouldn't you like to know, you know? So you're like, was it with Mitchell D- Davis, too? Like, did you take your, take your training wheels off and then like what what happened what what's what's the story here so i'm just saying there's a lot of unanswered questions about eric's sexuality already going into when he meets jack and then there's just the two of them i mean good lord wait kai are you are you watching this compilation
3: no i'm i'm looking at uh i'm just scrolling through a a lot of photos with captions on them
2: Tell us, take us on your just take, take us on your journey.
3: There's so there's so many. There's um, there's one of Eric staring at Jack and Jack saying, "What are you doing?" And Eric saying, "Loving you with my eyes." Yeah. Uh, <laughs> if I were a girl, I would think you're swell. Yep. There's a, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of I, lo- I love you, bro stuff going on. It's cute. I
1: They're
3: wanted people sweet. to like me. I like you. <laughs>
2: they they actually are really sweet. Like I just think they're so cute together. Yeah. They're adorable. Yeah.
3: They're like then, a, do you, you watch do you watch nine one one? This is
2: I do not. Uh, but you, sh- you should us. watch
3: nine one one. There's there's these there's these also a, a good uh himbo uh yes. romance on that that show between uh two of the firefighters.
1: I love it. Buck
3: and Eddie. You gotta look it up they're adorable are
1: they also in turtlenecks because you know Uh,
3: no they're in fireman uniforms
1: (laughs) i mean i guess i could live with that fine
3: (laughs) no they're pretty
1: it's not it's not quite the oversized sweater with the stripe down the arm and the center part that you know eric Eric and jack had going (laughs) with the highlights
3: (laughs) chunky highlights
1: oh man they do almost have matching haircuts at one point, I also need to mention. Which oh, is the
3: spiky? Yeah. Very
1: gay of them as well. Yeah, when they both had the spiky look going. Yeah.
2: They also, I mean, what is gayer than a love triangle? Right, like, they literally are in this, like, love triangle with Rachel, right? They're fighting over her. And Eric even admits, he's like, he literally did not care about Rachel at all. He just wanted to, like, beat Jack. And I feel like there's something about it that he's, like, fighting with Jack over Rachel Because really, it's just this misplaced gayness.
3: He wants to beat Jack off.
2: Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Thank you for that, because you're correct. (laughs) But really, it's like they have all this aggression towards each other, like that they're like, we need to find a straight way to, to work out this aggression. Let's fight over a woman. That's the straightest thing we could do.
1: And it's not even the first instance (sighs) of that in the show, right? Like, we just finished talking about Corey and Sean and Topanga. And now we have, like, they introduced another one that's basically the same story, you know? Of, like, here are two dudes who have really deep, meaningful, emotional connection with each other... And then the girl who's in the way that they that's constantly a source of conflict between them. And you're like, what was happening in the writer's room of this show? So they just they
3: just spun it off into different. It's like what Seth MacFarlane does every time he makes a new show. He's like, there's there's going to be a hot like mean wife and there's going to be a stupid husband and there's going to be a dumb baby and they're going to have a weird pet that talks. (laughs) They, They did the same thing. They're like, I mean, Eric is basically just older Sean, so we're going to send him away to college and then hope that people keep watching it because it's the same thing, but different.
2: Exactly. And to be fair, we kept watching it.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And a lot of shows you don't keep watching when they send characters off to college.
2: But to be like, the college years actually were pretty good, I think. Yeah. Because of Jack and Eric.
1: I mean, Topanga didn't get less hot, so I was okay with that. Well, I mean,
2: Angela. 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 Let's talk about Angela.
1: Ugh, Angela.
2: What do we think about Angela? Do we... I was vibing also on potentially a Topenga Angela. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or really? a Rachel... Or a Rachel Angela.
3: Oh, yeah. I could see that.
2: Actually, Rachel Angela, I think, would probably be better.
1: I feel like personality-wise, <laughs> they would have worked better. Yeah. But yeah. It just I feel like Angela got such short shrift on this show, right? Because there was so much potential. Like, just... Uh, I mean, besides the fact that I think there's a lot of, like... Problematic stuff that the actress herself had to put up with on the show. Mm-hmm. I also just feel like her character just kind of got forgotten, you know. And she, it felt like she was just there to be like, "Oh, we gotta like make sure everyone knows Sean is straight." So here's a girlfriend, you know. And but they never really gave them a, enough story. Me? Yeah, like it, it was a little skimpy on their end, you know. So yeah, I would have loved to see a little bit more of Angela and a little bit more of. Angela and Topanga, Angela and Rachel, just something, anything. Give us anything.
3: True. Well, their whole, Angela and Sean's whole relationship was like, Angela makes Sean a better person. Up until that point, Corey had been the one who made him a better person. So. True.
2: So you think Angela was also just a stand-in for Corey?
3: Yeah. Yeah, I think so. It's
2: a
1: show with nothing but stand-ins for (laughs) gay relationships.
2: (laughs) They're everywhere. Also, um... Kai, I'm really appreciating this picture that you put in the chat, which is just Eric's swoopy hair.
3: It's so good.
2: He looks great. Swoopy <laughs> hair.
1: This is like peak lesbian right? peak lesbian vibes right here.
3: With the sweater vest? Yeah. It so is.
1: I it's uh we've got a Rachel Maddow haircut and a sweater vest and, you know, it's it's working. It's really he's really working that look. <laughs> I
2: also want to talk a little bit about Eric Eric from a like I don't know how to describe it, but He's very, like, emotionally available.
3: Because he's he's, so stupid. Yes. (laughs) He's like a golden retriever.
2: He is literally a golden retriever, but he's, like, so empathetic towards other people. There was a scene that I saw, which is, there was, like, an actual gay character that, of course, was just, like, a random joke. But basically, there's a football player that Eric outs in the college seasons, and he, like, literally is like, he's gay. And the football player is like, Thank you. I've been holding it in for so long. And him and Eric, like, hug (laughs) because he basically is like, oh, Eric outed him to help him. And I'm like, what is this? Like, it was the most, like, the shortest little thing. But I was like, only a gay person would be like, let me out you to help you. And also, do not out people. But (laughs) I was just like, they're having this beautiful moment where, like, clearly they've talked before where he's like, I'm gay and I'm having a hard time with it. And Eric's like, I totally understand. Like, and then he helps him.
1: A pure, a pure good-hearted himbo. That's what he is. Yep. Wait, sorry. This just jogged another memory of something else. Because I think it was also in that YouTube compilation, Ellie. Do you remember there's an episode where he and Jack? go on a double date cuz again double dates just they always apparently double date. it's just a thing <laughs> that happened in the boy meets world universe so they go on a double date and the two girls that they go on a date double date with are like exact copies of Eric and Jack's personalities right and they have that one scene where they're like so Jack and the girl version of Jack are trying to like make plans for the night and they're like we could go to this restaurant and then Eric and the girl version of Eric are like, they just keep pointing to their mouth and going like tacos, (laughs) like food, like put food in my mouth. Right. But I think the end result of it is that Eric is attracted to the female Jack And Jack is attracted to, like, the female Eric. Like, they're not attracted to the ones that are, like, like them, that you'd think you'd be like, oh, you want to be with the person who also just wants to go and eat tacos or whatever. But I feel like it ends up being the other way around, that they're, like, attracted to the female versions of each other, personality-wise, you know? Yeah, because they're
2: attracted to each other. Because
1: they're attracted to each other, and you're just like, it's right there. It's right there in front of you. You're showing it to us. You're, like, telling us what's happening, but then you're not you're not going there. So, I'm just saying they're very very gay together. They spend a lot of time hugging. They spend a lot of time like, you know, just wanting to appreciate each other. Like I feel like they do that a lot with Jack. He's constantly just kind of being like just smiling lovingly at Eric being a, a golden retriever, you know? <laughs> there's I mean, a lot of love there. There's a lot of love there. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Do we have anything else to say about Jack and Eric?
1: I I love them.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm curious. You said pretty much every man in the show was a lesbian. What do you think about Feeny? Oh yeah, yeah, like yeah, meaning yeah. lesbian.
3: Yes. <laughs> so
2: Absolutely why do you say Feen. Feeny's a lesbian?
3: Does
1: Feeny ever? Date
2: anyone? Yeah, he does. Eventually he has like this woman who's at his house all the time. Remember?
3: But what in like Is season seven? Like Yeah, like
2: it takes a long time. I was I feel like Feeney was like subtext gay for a really long time.
3: Oh, because he had a wife who who died like a long time ago. Right. Mm-hmm. And He never got over her. You're saying because he
2: never got over <laughs> her. He was a lesbian. Is that well, <laughs> I'm like, the common thread here? He is also, lesbians um, never he, get over it.
3: It's true. He really liked gardening. He was like extremely well read. And uh, what else? He was like mean, but not like uh, not like malicious. You know what I mean?
2: Oh, was, yeah. Like, like, like super def- witty. Sassy. I feel like.
3: Yeah.
1: Feeney is a bit. A lot sassy. of tweed. Oh, yeah.
3: He should have been English, but he wasn't.
1: <laughs> <laughs> a sassy I, bitch in tweeds sounds like a lesbian to me. Yeah.
2: Yes. <laughs> I also like him as like a gay mentor to Eric.
3: Uh-huh. Like, you know
2: how you're like drawn, like Eric, like loves Mr. Feeney. And I feel like you're just drawn to like an older gay. You're like, teach me everything. And I think that's Eric for Feeney. I could see that. I could see
1: that. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I'm like, I don't want to see anything weird between the two of them, but I feel like it's a mentor relationship.
3: What about that? What about John?
2: Who's John?
3: Is it the teacher who, who Sean <gasps> lived with?
2: John. Oh, so you think John and Feeney or you just think John is a lesbian?
3: No, I think John is probably—John and Eli were probably the only two non-lesbian guys mm. on the show.
2: I do feel like, though, John does adopt Sean, so— Yeah. Adoption— mm. Gay, no, <laughs> <laughs> canonically gay.
1: Um, but wait, because before we finish up, I want to hear what your gay thoughts were on on the dad too.
3: Is it he's just like the best guy for no reason? Mm. So you, you know? feel like
2: you can't be the best guy and not be a lesbian?
3: Not on TV. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's just he never gave bad advice right? he was always like super supportive and. Uh, so what you feel else? like
2: Corey had two moms, is what you're saying? Yeah. Corey does seem like someone who was raised by two moms.
3: He he never had any, like, shitty, like, toxic dad advice, you know? True. Like, everything was always, like, just immediate good advice or let's ask your mom and do whatever she says because she's right.
1: I feel like the show in general, there was a lot of, like non-toxic masculinity like it's hard to say that because it was still on tv at a certain era in time where there's like still a lot of misogynist homophobic kind of bordering jokes and stuff like that but or, like, like barely but barely and i feel like at the core of it still it was very like not toxic masculinity it was a lot of like having emotions is okay and healthy and talking about your emotions to your male Friends or family members or teachers or like that's okay and good, you know, which is um, a worthwhile message. Even
3: I all think. the bullies on the show were super sensitive. Yeah,
1: everyone had a lot of feelings. Yeah, they really did. They I think really that's did. why
2: it resonates, right? for For the queer community, maybe I'm, but I do. You feel just like- picture
1: everyone here with like everyone on the show with a journal, and you're like, gay.
3: <laughs> everyone went to yeah. therapy.
1: Yeah <laughs> Like li- yeah, Seriously Exactly Everyone knows their chart And you're like This is a gay show I mean That's that's what's happening
2: and There was a lot of emotional maturity Which is strange For straight people You know
1: Well and for any show That starts when the characters <laughs> Are like 13 And you're like Please No 13 year old Is that emotionally uh, Aware of themselves
2: Unless you've been Lesbian processing For your whole life <laughs> <laughs> Accurate. <laughs> so true. So true. It's pretty obvious that the show just like is super queer coded. Is there anything about the show that you think is just super, super gay before we go to, to our
3: ships? No, I don't. I don't think so.
2: All right. Well, we're going to go into our ships now. So let's talk about who we are shipping from Boy Meets World. For me, like I said at the beginning, Corey and Sean. And their ship name is Shory.
1: I feel like Shory's is the best choice here. Yeah.
2: Right? I'm in on Shory. Kai, what's, what's your-
1: Sean's last name?
3: Hunter. Hunter. Hunter?
1: Hunter. Hunter, Hunter. <laughs> Hunter. Hunter's your, uh, your other option? Oh,
2: no. Yeah, I'm down for Hunter.
3: <laughs>
1: um, what if we do a Cory shantapanga thruple Shikanga? Like sh- uh,
3: sh- sh- <laughs> Shikanga. Shikanga.
2: Ooh, yeah. I'm actually here for that. That's a really fun one, actually. Who is your top ship, Kai, out of everyone?
3: I'm going to come from left field and say Sean and Eric.
2: Oh. Wow. 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 We didn't even talk about Sean and Eric. And, all right, why do you love Sean and Eric together? S- quick synopsis.
3: Because they're the original Eric and Jack. Mm. Mm. With more distance.
2: Can vibe on that. What's their ship name? I
3: feel like if if Sean had met Eric before he met Corey, then they would have been Jack and Eric. They're, they're wow. both very stupid. They're both, like... Attractive, well-dressed, popular ladies, perfect together. Ship name, Sherrick. Sherrick, so in on
1: that. Think of the hair products they would have had down the line. <laughs> yeah. Like, just imagine what their bathroom would have been like.
3: Yeah, they would probably get married and start a salon yes.
1: with like yes. a motorcycle
3: shop in the back of it.
1: Oh my god.
2: Dark horse ship, but really... Honestly, just mesh shirts pretty and strong.
1: perfectly coiffed hair. That's
2: <laughs> <laughs> anyone else that we missed on our on our journey for ships. I know there's you know we can talked... we
1: can we just do like an Angela and Rachel just so we at least have one like yes super lesbian ship
2: like a, ra- a Rangela or Angel, but that's sort yeah. of yeah
3: or Rangela Rangela.
1: I like Rangela. I think Rangela is gonna gonna work for.
2: I'm down for it. All right. So it is time for our Q and gay. Are you ready, Kai? We're going to ask you some multiple choice or yes or no questions.
1: Q Q. and 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 and
2: gay. gay. All right. Here we go. Question number one. Who is the gayest character in Boy Meets World? A, Corey, B, Sean, C, Eric, or D, Topanga? A. Corey.
1: There's no wrong answers here. Question two, did you ever have a Mr. Feeney? A, yes, B, no, or C, I wish.
3: I had like a hot Mr. Feeney.
1: Oh, that's (laughs) even better. Wow, incredible. Incredible.
3: My, uh, yeah, my AP English teacher was like this super hot Irish chick. She was like six feet tall. But like, did
1: she teach uh, your class every year from middle school through college?
3: <laughs> she should have, but uh, no. Was that even a thing? Is that a no. thing? Did people have that?
2: No, but I feel like Mr. Feeney like, literally never disappears. You're like, how yeah. are you still here? True. Yes. All right. Question number three. What is the gayest Corey and Sean moment? A, their college fight. Um, to clarify, they have a fight about college because... Corey gets into a school that Sean could never get into, and he's so mad that Corey's going to go away to school without him. B, they're meet-cute, They met at a zoo. Sean saves Corey from some sort of animal. C, their Valentine's Day date. Or D, Sean choosing Corey over a girl. So that's when his girlfriend Jennifer is like, you can't hang out with Corey, and he's like, no.
3: I would say A, their, their breakup before college.
2: Right? That's a big one.
1: How dare you leave me behind? I mean, relatable. (laughs) Speaking of question four, what is the gayest Jack and Eric moment? Is it A, fighting over Rachel, B, the first time Jack sees Eric, C, Thanksgiving, which remind me what this is referencing, Ellie.
2: Jack doesn't have anywhere to go for Thanksgiving. So Eric invites him home for Thanksgiving, like the first year they know each other. Like you do. And Jack spends the whole morning, like, cooking, trying to impress the family. That's so sweet. Right? So Um, sweet and so gay.
1: I think that's, like, the Thanksgiving version of Happiest Season or (laughs) D, their (laughs) (laughs) their Girl Meets World reunion.
3: I don't remember D, D, so I'm going to say C.
1: Nice. classic. Also,
2: the Thanksgiving version of Happiest Season is Lesbob.
1: That's true. That's true.
2: All right. Question number five. Who was the real third wheel? A, Sean, or B, Topanga? B.
1: Correct so answer, true. yes. I mean, I just think we need to, you know, get it out there in the world once and for all. That's it.
2: Kai, thank you so much for hanging out with us.
3: Thanks for having me.
2: Is there anything coming up that you want to promote? I know you have a stand-up album, all kinds of stuff. Why don't you tell our audience what's coming up for you?
3: I got an album coming out. Um, I don't know if I, if it'll be dropped by the time... This episode is out, but I also did a pandemic comedy special where it is just me telling jokes at a camera for 15 minutes. Much Love more it. exciting than it sounds. Uh, it, it's very funny. It's short and it's funny like me. So you should check it out
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: on YouTube, Is okay. that Instagram. the tagline?
2: Like, Is that how you've been marketing it? Yes. And people can find that where?
3: Uh, you can find it on my YouTube channel. Uh, you could, uh, that yeah, that's where I prefer you watch it, but it's all over the place. Great. And we
2: will post a link on our socials as well. Where can people find you on social media? What's your handle?
3: My handle is my name on all of the socials. Uh, K-A-I-C-H-O-Y-C-E. Choice.
2: Kai and Kai will also be joining us for Porch Pride so you can see the live pandemic special <laughs> on Porch Pride on June 2nd.
1: Kai, thank you so much. This has been a blast. Thank
3: you. It was fun. Let
1: me hear you say hip, 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 hip We love hearing from all of you. We love continuing to build this community. So we just like to shout out some of our favorite things each episode. And this week, we'd like to shout out uh, Laura, who reached out to us on Instagram, who recently joined our Patreon and wanted to thank us for the podcast. And we want to thank you, Laura, because it's so fun hearing from people, especially people who have found the podcast and are super enjoying it. So Laura reached out and mentioned how they're having Les Central's dates with their wife during the pandemic, and that just you know made Ellie cry, made us both super happy, um, and was just really sweet.
2: You're correct. I just love when you. It's like okay, yeah, we have the podcast, but also people are taking it and connecting with other people in their lives because of it, and I think that's really important. So I'm happy for you, Laura. I I really hope you're enjoying those date nights. We also want to shout out Kimberly, who also reached out from England. And said that we should do a an episode on San Junipero. And we totally have to add that to our Less Essentials list. I yes. actually was Yorkie one year for Halloween. So love a good San Junipero costume and love the Black Mirror episode. So I just want to let you know. Incredible. Thanks for the suggestion, Kimberly.
1: Plus think of the trippy song we could write for that.
2: Ooh, 80s?
1: Right? <laughs> I'm, I'm into, into it. it. Like 80s Tronica. That's what we're going to go for. Yeah,
2: I'm totally down for that.
1: <laughs> love it.
2: And as always, we want to thank our Lesbian Jesus patrons, Mark Foster, Jess Klaus, Tanya Ferguson, Jacqueline Rose Nishino, Sarah and Julia,
1: Carrie Ann Lawrence,
2: Danny Gunlock Tamora, Brittany Ray, Alana Rosen,
1: Tara Gleason,
2: and Lizette Stye.
1: And our King Princess patrons, Amy and Ellen, Leah Henley, Liz Chen,
2: and Evelyn Smith. Thank you all so much for your support. We love all of our patrons. I know we're heading away for the summer, but we're going to be talking to our patrons all summer long on Discord, so... <laughs> they they can't get rid of us. You can't get rid of us. We want to know everything that's happening in your lives.
1: Everything. So if you want to, you know, keep in touch, play some uh, game nights, uh, I'd recommend checking out our Patreon and hanging out on Discord.
2: Oh, yeah. Remember, you can also find us on all the social medias, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Hangout Pod.
1: You can email us at leshangoutpod at gmail.com.
2: Or check out our website at leshangoutpod.com.
1: Whatever app you use to listen to podcasts, make sure that you subscribe. That way you'll get new episodes as soon as they go up.
2: You can also subscribe to The Flame on any podcasting app. We also have the link to our subscription in our bio on all of The Flame social media accounts at The Flame Musical.
1: If you want to help support the podcast, there are so many ways that you can do that. The first is easy and free, is to go on the Apple Podcasts app and leave us a rating and a review. It helps new people find the show.
2: And if you want to support us financially and also hang out with us all summer long, like we said, you should definitely join our Patreon at bit.ly slash lespatreon. Our patrons are our best friends, and we love getting to know more of you. So we'd love to see you at bit.ly slash lespatreon.
1: And if you're so excited about The Flame, or if you just fall in love with the show as soon as you hear it and you want to help us keep making more musicals, make sure that you check out our Patreon for The Flame at bit.ly slash theflamepatreon.
2: And if you want to get some Les Hangout merch, you can get that at bit.ly slash lesshop. I've been seeing lots of posts on social media about people who want to support queer businesses during Pride Month. There is no better way to support us during Pride Month than to buy some Pride merch from us at bit.ly slash lesshop.
1: If you want to follow us individually, you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at LSH Foster.
2: And you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Ellie Bridgeta. With that, I'm Ellie. And I'm Lee. And, and let's, let's hang, hang out, out again, again soon. soon.
1: Let's hang out. out.